0: This episode of The Bad Crypto Podcast is brought to you by CoinZoom. Stick around to learn more about them later in this episode. DeFi truly is all the rage right now, and it makes sense because who doesn't want to separate from the traditional fiat banking system and become your own bank? Yet, decentralized finance is still risky and not just a bit confusing. Today, we welcome Saeed Al-Dharmaki to the show to discuss all things DeFi. He's the managing director of the Alphabet Digital Currency Fund and chairman of E-Govern Blockchain Consultancy Company. It's guaranteed he knows more about this stuff than we do. But then again, who doesn't? Hey, you don't get the DeFi, DoFi label just because you like alliteration. You gotta earn it. And today we do just that for episode number four hundred and fifty-three of the Bad Crypto Podcast. Five,
1: four, three, two, one, two. Who's bad?
0: Blockchain blockheads in the hizzle. Yo, what's happening, Mr. Travis right I'm feeling extra doofy today. I'm goofy. goofy. <laughs> I don't even know how to spell DeFi. <laughs> Welcome to the show. This is the Bad Crypto Podcast. Yep, we are the crypto clowns and we are the DeFi doofy, becoming a little less doofy each and every day as we learn more about the DeFi. And today, you're going to learn along with us more about this whole decentralized finance. Is there a fly again? Yeah, guys? I need
1: a d-fly.
0: <laughs> That's good. He's bugging me. I'm gonna get him. Oh my gosh, the puns! I'm gonna,
1: I'm going to totally wax on, wax off that fly. The puns, oh, Mr. Miyagi. Get him,
0: Mr. Travis. Wright, we have two sponsors for this episode that both have the name "coin" in them. So let's not get them confused and let's make sure we're clear that CoinZoom is a U.S.-based, regulated, institutional-grade digital currency trading platform striving to bridge the gap between legacy financial exchanges, futures, stocks, and banking to make digital assets available to traders around the globe. You can buy, sell, and trade crypto easily on the CoinZoom exchange and spend it easily with the CoinZoom Visa debit card. You can get $10 in free crypto just for registering. Go to badco.in forward slash CoinZoom it's spelled just like it sounds c-o-i-n-z-o-o-m badco.in forward slash coin zoom not to be confused mr travis right with, with coin doom
1: which is every <laughs> coin's a shit coin and only bitcoins no that's not true that's a and fake coin broom. That fake
0: sponsor news coin broom that you use to sweep up your you know your crypto, crypto dust.
1: dust yeah <laughs> coin analyst is uh, the the other company here. It's great. It's an AI-based big data information and analysis platform for all the cryptos and STOs, ICOs, IEOs worldwide as they enable traders in the crypto asset space to access a dashboard that monitors and and, uh, does a lot of analysis and sentiment analysis and trend analysis, pattern analysis, figures out where the uh, the weak signals are. And uh, interesting thing, you can actually get a free 30-day trial of Coin Analyst here at badco.in forward slash Coin Analyst. And after that 30-day trial, uh, you're going to get a 20% with a discount. You got to write this down. Here's the discount code. Because normally we give you one that's like bad or something, but it's not. It's A-S-E-4-W-X-Q-R. And if you don't remember that, you can go to the show notes for episode badco.in episode four five three and that information will be in there so badco.in forward slash coin analyst badco.in forward slash coin zoom there
0: you go all good all right you know mr travis Wright. in our last episode we spoke a little bit about constellation the blockchain and the lattice exchange and we discovered that today's guest is with the alphabet digital currency fund they've actually invested in like it all ties together Somehow, we didn't even know that was going to happen. It happened, and uh, we, we tied up the loose ends. And today, Saeed Aldar Maki is going to help tie up the loose ends on DeFi. You do not want to miss a single breath of what is said today. Really informative. Let's get to it. Said it before, I'll say it again. DeFi is so hot right now, and there's a reason for that. Uh, recently, we had Stephen Becker, the CEO of MakerDAO on the show, and we started going down the DeFi rabbit hole. Thought it'd be interesting to bring somebody on that doesn't have a dog in the hunt, so to speak, isn't representing a particular project, but is incredibly knowledgeable on DeFi and is going to break it down for us. He might even rap. I don't know. His name is Saeed Darmaki. And he is the Managing Director of Alphabet Digital Currency Fund, Chairman of EVE Govern Blockchain Consultancy Company. He's got a storied past with uh, a lot of experience. He knows more than we do. And for that reason, we're pleased to welcome him to the Bad Crypto Podcast. Saeed,
2: how you doing? Very good. Thank you, Joel. I've been looking forward to this uh, podcast session and uh, very excited about uh, the conversation we're about to have here.
0: That's great. You know, as um, excited as we are about DeFi and as excited as the crypto space is, I've got to confess, I'm still a little confused about some things. So we're hoping that you can help make it easy because, you know, we started this show because we're bad. Crypto's not bad. And even three years after, you know, Travis and I started doing this, there's still things that I don't feel proficient enough to explain to somebody else. So, Mm -hmm. but before we go down the specific rabbit hole, perhaps you can put some more meat on the bones of your background so people know where you're coming from.
2: Absolutely. yeah, It'd be my pleasure to introduce myself. Um, so I'm the managing director of Alphabet, uh, chairman of eGovern, which is a consultancy company that's uh, supporting uh, governments and large, large organizations on using blockchain technology. I have been involved in the blockchain space for the last four years on a full-time basis. And believe it or not, I'm still learning more and more about it as every day goes by. So uh, I'm not an expert by any means, but- Just um, to
0: confirm, you're not managing director of Alphabet, the Google
2: parent company. No, not Alphabet, Alphabet with an I. Okay. So it's a play on Bitcoin, if you like. But yeah, I mean, uh, four years ago, uh, so actually before that, my previous background is actually in the traditional investment space where um, I was working for uh, Abu Dhabi Investment Authority, which is one of the largest global sovereign wealth funds. And um, being from that industry and that kind of space where you deal with traditional assets, um, you know, your regular type of equities, bonds, T-bills, real estate, and all of that, uh, you know, Kind of boring stuff, as I like to call it now, and being very familiar with the monetary system and how how money uh, the money system has been over the last hundred years, um, you know, I was I was very familiar with the market and the money system, and I knew that that monetary system is actually broken. Um, and you know, uh, with every year that goes by, and with the the amount of debt that governments uh, accrue every year, and um, you know, the the purchasing power of your money. Going down in value uh, every year, I I realized that, you know, that it's uh, something that's not going to last for much longer. And then four years ago, my partner in uh, in Alphabet Fund um, called me up and he said, hey, uh, have you heard of Bitcoin? And I said, yeah, I've heard of Bitcoin, but for the wrong reasons, uh, you know, because of Silk Road and what have you. Um, So he's like, no, I really want you to look into it because I want to set up a regulated fund uh, focused on crypto assets and I'd like you to partner up with me. So uh, I did some digging around, read up on it, and to me, it was just a no-brainer. Um, it was the perfect hedge to uh, the current, uh, you know, traditional assets that uh, everybody invests in. Um, it's not very correlated with all of these other assets. And I think, um, you know, once the, once the uh, ball drops, if you like, with the monetary system, uh, then I think Bitcoin and crypto assets will uh, will take up the slack And they're here to stay, you know, I mean, everybody was uh, three, four, five years ago, everybody was, uh, you know, talking it down and saying it's not going to last, it's a fad. But, you know, it's still growing stronger and stronger, still going up in value um, and proving a lot of people wrong. And um, Bitcoin was actually the first application of uh, blockchain technology. But uh, blockchain technology has come, you know, has grown so fast and so much. And what we see with DeFi these days, which is decentralized finance, is the latest uh, killer application of blockchain technology, if you like. And it's uh, very much got a lot of people excited. And I'll tell you one of the reasons why uh, DeFi has actually gained popularity. Is because i don't know if you've noticed but the banks have actually you know their interest rate out there is pretty much zero and in some countries in europe you actually you know you pay negative and you know it's negative interest rates so you know if you if you want to save money in the bank you have to pay the bank to keep your money so it's 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 pretty absurd um and there's no not much returns on if you want to save money but you know, with DeFi, with the very very attractive uh, annual yields that, that are possible with the with DeFi products, you know, a lot of a lot of people are rushing into it. But, you know, you can't forget that it's actually because it's high reward, it's also very high risk. So you know, you need to be very careful with what you're doing in the DeFi space, and you have to like do a lot of research before you jump into something. I know it's pretty difficult. Um, it's human nature to follow the herd, and you know wherever, where everybody's running to. You just kind of tend to run after it and not really see where you're going. But um, if you actually take the time to to understand um, what you're getting involved in and uh, try to get as much knowledge as possible from people that are more experienced than you, then I think you'll have a better um, risk to uh, risk to reward ratio and uh, better return on your money. So um, there's been so many, so many different, uh, you know, um, uh, the different iterations of DeFi, different developments that have happened lately. It's been super exciting, and it's actually been very difficult to keep a pace with. I've hardly had much sleep over the last month <laughs> or so. I've, I've dove into it so deep that, you know, it's like I just forget forget about time. I lose track of time. And uh,
1: I can understand that. Let's take it back. though. Let's take it back to the beginning, because a lot of our users are, are very new. And I don't know that, you know, we all have a, a full understanding of what decentralized finance is and, and how it can be applied. So maybe how do you so you had a client coming in and saying, hey, what's this DeFi thing? How do you how do you explain it to them on the most basic level? And let's take it from there.
2: So on the most basic level, I would say DeFi is the complete opposite of CeFi, which is centralized finance. And normally, if you want to go for centralized finance products, you would normally go to a bank or a broker or a mortgage dealer or what have you. So the traditional, you know, old school places that you would go to for somebody to give you advice on where to invest your money and how you can uh, get, you know, make returns on an investment and how you can make money. Whereas with decentralized finance, it's actually, you know, you're going to a network which is uh, not centralized in blockchain technology. And, you know, it's there's so many providers and there's no middlemen involved that, you know, you can just you can be you can be your own bank, if you like. And a lot of people are actually, you know, setting up these kind of uh, places where you can borrow and lend money without having to go through a bank and using um you know stable coins which are actually very very popular at the moment right there that that
0: can be confusing yeah and i want to when i want to you know put money in the bank i had i go to this institution and i know who it is and they're holding it they're using it maybe they're giving me something back when you say be your own bank i mean i can stick money under my mattress and i'm my own bank Uh, how does...
2: Yeah, but if it's under your mattress, then you're not actually lending it out to people who want to take advantage of that money and pay you back interest in return. But whereas if you're using blockchain technology, you know, you can deposit uh, one of the stable coins, say US Tether, uh, you can deposit it on the blockchain on a smart contract, and that smart contract automatically, you know, has certain terms and conditions that if somebody takes that money that you're depositing on the blockchain then they can utilize it in return for a specific amount of interest over a specific amount of time so it's all automated it's all easy to use well i mean it's not very easy to read smart contracts but you know you can learn it uh, if you actually really put some time into it you know the the technology is uh, is there but it's it's pretty tricky to to get uh, you know over a short period of time but if you do the right research then you can read these smart contracts and uh, manipulate them in a way such that you can make uh, good money out of it without having to rely on a bank. So I
0: become the bank of Joel. I basically say I've got a Bitcoin Mm -hmm. uh, or let's say Ethereum since most of them are Ethereum based right now and I deposit that into my bank and basically that opens it up so other people
2: can borrow that from me. Exactly. But also there is what's very popular is there is platforms where you can deposit your uh, crypto um, and in return for that deposit, they will give you what's called a governance token in return, which you can actually use to make uh, or generate returns uh, with uh, investing or trading or what have you. So there are platforms out there that automate it so that you don't have to do all the legwork and pretty much all you need to do is just deposit the money there and then they'll find the lend you know they'll find the borrowers for you and they'll get you that yield that you're looking for which is you know what's known as uh, yield uh, yield farming that's the pretty uh, pretty crazy application of defi which uh, a lot of uh, the younger generation are uh, getting heavily into and uh, becoming super popular at the moment
1: so I guess there's another question right there about yield farming because I don't know that we understand yield farming all that much as well because it's a it's an interesting space. If you go on right now, if you go on CoinGecko.com and look up at the the main menu, you can see there's the DeFi area and there is the the uh, the yield farming area. And up at the top of the yield farming area, with a bullet, is Uniswap. I mean they they have a uh, Almost $400 million locked in already over there at Uniswap. There's another company called Sushi, Pickle Finance or some other ones, uh, Value actually, Liquidity. Actually, so th- Uniswap, that's an interesting Uniswap space not, that I don't know that we understand all
2: Yeah. I mean, I'll try to explain. Uniswap is actually a decentralized exchange. So you might have heard of the centralized exchanges like Binance, Hobie, Um, bitmex etc those are like all the these all the centralized exchanges but uniswap is the killer application of decentralized exchanges whereby you can deposit um, equal amounts of, of a token and the other side of the token and that platform automatically makes you a market maker whereby you can you can generate returns from the fees that are charged on each and every trade that happens on the decentralized exchange. Rather than Binance collecting all the fees and making money from the crypto that you have on their exchange, with Uniswap you actually get a piece of the pie and you can make money uh, when you put your crypto to use on that exchange. So that's why Uniswap's become so so popular and actually like they have around close to I think last time I checked is two billion dollars of assets that are locked up uh, on Uniswap. So it's become extremely popular in a short period of time. Um,
0: so I'm actually looking at Uniswap right now, and yeah. I've used it before. I'm one of the the lucky ones that had no idea the 400 you know free yeah. Uni was coming. I wish I would have sold at eight dollars, but <laughs> who knows? Maybe uh, maybe it'll explode up there again, and. and when, I've got some, you know, tokens from ICO time that, you know, basically they're they're in the gutter, but you know they're worth maybe a 0.3 ETH or whatever. But I go to uh, to exchange one, and there's no liquidity,
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: so. Does that mean should I take those tokens that I have and be the liquidity provider for them since there's not any? Because there's got to be others that are looking to do that. I don't want to reveal the particular symbol for uh, <laughs> the, the item here, but if there was no liquidity and I have some, is that an opportunity for me?
2: Yeah, I mean, that is an opportunity, but the key the key thing to consider here is if you do actually provide liquidity on a decentralized exchange for this token that's you know hasn't had much action lately then the key question is is there actually going to be demand for this token because if there's not going to be demand for the token then not many people are going to trade it and it's going to remain illiquid but the 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 really good thing about decentralized exchanges is rather than you know the new projects that are listing nowadays rather than having to pay extremely high fees to be listed on a centralized exchange that has a lot of volume you know you can list it for free you can just create the pair that you want to trade and list it on the decentralized exchange and as long as you know there is interest in in this new project then uh, there will be uh, people trading it on uh, on that decentralized exchange and it's and it's free and you just set it up right there in an instant so you don't need to rely on a centralized exchange
0: But when you're adding liquidity, you're saying, okay, so X amount of ETH equals X amount of this other coin. And all you're doing is you're depositing that other coin. You're not actually depositing the ETH. You're saying, here's the token. you
2: You would have to deposit equal amounts of value of both sides. So for example, if one of those tokens that you mentioned has a value of say $1, then you would also have to deposit one dollars worth of ethereum on the other side as well oh, so that's okay yes yeah, so I, can, I can pull that out also yes. right yes you can pull that out and you can put that in as well and you can add to it as well if you like um, mm-hmm. but the key component is that you know there has to be interest and uh, trades have to be happening for the liquidity to actually come through
1: so what's going on with some of these companies like polka and some of this other stuff that is just coming up out of the blue like literally you've never heard of them and all of a sudden they're in the top 10 and their tokens were thirty thousand dollars or something ridiculous like what's going on with that
2: that's a great question so i, I think the answer to that is because of the DeFi um, transactions, the number of transactions on the Ethereum network has just exploded. The actual transaction speed and the actual cost of transacting on the Ethereum blockchain has just gone up so high that, you know, it can take, some transactions can take 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes to go through. Some people wait a few hours for a transaction to go through. Um, the 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 fee for sending and receiving a transaction can go up to $10 at times $20 $50 which is you know if you're investing if you're trying to put a trade through which is only worth 50 or 100 bucks and you're paying 10 bucks uh, to send it then it's it becomes crazy and what these other uh, platforms are trying to do uh, trying to do is they have much much quicker transaction times and much much cheaper fees as well for sending and receiving transactions so that's why You know they've they've uh, taken a kind of a slice of the pie from Ethereum because you know Ethereum is just too slow and it's too expensive. So uh, these other blockchains that have come up have taken advantage of that, and uh, the customers and the people uh, transacting are are like, hey, you know what? I don't want to pay a twenty dollars a transaction. I'd rather pay one cent a transaction. So they're just going to these other blockchains and finding uh, use cases for these blockchains. So I think. You know that's the reason why they've they've just gone up so quickly, and um, there's there's demand for it there. But um, you know Ethereum are going to come up with Ethereum uh, 2.0 sometime. I guess the last thing I heard was sometime in November, so maybe they'll they'll fix that problem and uh, get uh, get some market share back off these uh, blockchains that have taken market share away from them. But let's see.
0: Is that the primary? Uh, goal of Ethereum 2.0 scaling it so that the gas fees become negligible.
2: Yeah, ultimately that's that's the the aim of it uh, to make it much more scalable, faster transaction speeds, uh, lower cost. Um, we'll we'll have to wait and see if that actually happens or not, and if it happens to a degree where it's actually you know just as fast and just as cheap as, as these competitors that are coming out now why is it
0: taking so long this is i mean this is crisis level stuff right there's all kinds of things running on ethereum blockchain and people aren't using it because of the ridiculous gas fees
2: yeah i mean look i mean the technology is pretty uh, intricate it's pretty uh, tricky Uh, you don't want to i mean because there's so many people on the network you don't want to make a small mistake or a small bug in the in the network and then when you go live you know billions and billions of dollars worth of transactions this just crash all of a sudden and you know like with these DeFi platforms with them having some of them had instances where they had bugs in their smart contracts and people lost and made millions in, in a few seconds so um, you know they, they're just making sure that they get it right the first time rather than you know pushing something through quickly and then having to to fix very very costly mistakes uh, which they might have missed so I think it's they're just, um, you know, they're just making extra sure that they get it right the first time. But I, I think they'll they'll come up with something comprehensive, and um, you know, I wouldn't put it past them to uh, to come back fighting with the competition that's come up against them.
1: All right, Saeed, I got myself some of this here Ethereum's. What do <laughs> I do? How do I get going on this there DeFi thing?
2: So yeah, so if you got Ethereum, for example, if you wanna if you wanna generate some revenue or generate some returns on it um probably one of one of the favorite ones that i like is uh cream cream finance there's also harvest finance so you just go on the platform you just you know uh, you open your Meta
1: finance
2: cream finance yeah and harvest finance those two are like uh, not as big as the existing ones but they're they're pretty pretty good solutions and they're up and coming and literally you just uh you know um uh, open your uh, wallet using metamask log on to their platform and then deposit the ethereum and boom and then pray and sorry and then pray and then well no i mean they tell you upfront what you're likely to make if you uh, deposit uh, the ethereum you know what percentage you're looking at so um, so you know as long as uh, as long as the smart contract does what it's supposed to do and doesn't doesn't have any bugs then uh,
0: bob's your uncle I just connected my my MetaMask there, and I see my Ethereum. So if I were to put, let's say, one Ethereum into Cream. Um, dot Finance, mm-hmm. it says that the supply annual percentage yield is eleven point oh one percent, and the distribution APY is nine and a quarter. So what does that mean?
2: So what that means is you're looking at uh, the the supply percentage. If you're just going to deposit your Ethereum and not like um, borrow against it as a collateral then that's what you're going to get for the supply for the distribution is that's I think that's what you're going to pay if you're actually uh, going to use it as collateral but then what's what's interesting is what you can do is once you've deposited that ethereum then actually cream gives you the equivalent value in the token cream tokens and then you can deposit and then you can stake that those tokens to actually generate returns on your cream tokens. So, there's another section on the platform where first you deposit the, the Ethereum, you get um, the cream tokens in return, and then you go to another section, which is the farming section or the earn section, and then you deposit that cream token there and you stake it. It's locked for seven days, but you actually can get a generated APY on those cream tokens, but you'll get the rewards in cream tokens.
1: Mm. Are you related? Are you working with them at all?
2: No, I'm just uh, one of their customers. Uh, one of their customers. I'm using the platform and uh, generating returns. Right. So
1: that's one of our questions that customers that our listeners are asking. Mm, are you affiliated
2: with this cream? No, that's no, no. It's no. like right.
1: ice cream? No. I like the acronym.
2: No. Crypto I mean, rules everything around me. I'm not making anything by, by calling them out. So um, I'm just giving options. I mean, there's tons of options out there. Um, obviously, you just want to make sure that, you know, if, if possible, if the smart contracts been audited by a third party so that, you know, a, a, an expert says, OK, yeah, we've checked the codes on the contracts and it looks good. Uh, so there's no bugs. So, you know, your, your money is pretty safe there.
0: OK, so that, that actually is my next question. You know, the money being safe. What happens if Cream Finance shuts down tomorrow? Is my Ethereum retrievable?
2: Yeah, I mean, there's been cases whereby, um, you know, uh, like there's been cases where the, the, the bugs happened on the smart contract and they've had to basically take a snapshot and go back to the last transaction that was valid and then recover funds that way. Uh, right,
0: but theoretically,
2: theory, yeah. could somebody take the money and run? Somebody can hack uh, can hack the contract and take the money and run. That's no, possible.
0: no. I don't mean um, somebody hack it. I mean, can somebody at Cream Finance turns oh. out you know that there was there was a scam and and I'm not saying it is.
2: No, no, no. They don't have they don't have custody of the they don't have custody of the tokens that you're depositing. So it's actually locked away in a smart contract so any employee in cream.finance wouldn't wouldn't have access to the funds um, as long as that smart contract has been audited and it's locked from the developers then uh, they can't uh, they can't take those funds
0: so if i i went ahead because i've not done it i'm like all right let's put a you know a couple eth in here and now i've got you know a supply balance how do i get the cream token
2: so it automatically once you've deposited that ethereum As soon as you've deposited it and you've confirmed it on their smart contract, then automatically it will show up in your wallet. And then when you click on the earn section, you'll see that balance of the CR cream, you'll see it, or cream tokens, you'll see the balance um, on there. And then you can stake those tokens. Uh Ah.
0: The the extra APY. So just to clarify, the moment I stake ETH, I'm supposed to get a cream balance? Yeah. So yeah. if I'm not seeing a balance, but I've locked my tokens, does it just take time?
2: Yeah, sometimes you have to refresh the page. Sometimes it takes a minute or two to show up. But um, but yeah, it
0: right now cool. it's not looking creamy. Right now it's not looking, looking creamy. Like, you no, know, <laughs> I've got a, a zero balance. I just I locked up two Ethereum just to you know kick the tires on it and and no cream, no ice cream for you.
2: Oh, I need so to, maybe I need, it's sour, sour I cream. I need to log on and see what's what's the story. Broke it.
1: So he's like, "Thank you. I just got two <laughs> Ethereum."
0: <Yeah. laughs> well, that but see, this is the thing. You know, I'm not in a panic over it. I'm sure everything will yeah, yeah, yeah. settle in. But there's so much uncertainty with this, right? This is Wild West all over again. This is, um, it's not ICO two because we're not you know raising, but it's that same sense of there seems like there could be crazy profits and people are throwing money at it, and there's uncertainty.
2: Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, there's a lot of, uh, you know, uh, projects that are coming out with people are, you know, like, creating a platform and saying, hey, if you stake your uh, Ethereum here, you're going to get 1000% APY. And then they collect all the Ethereum and then they're just uh, take all the, the money and run, which is which is a term called a rug pull. So you know, they get all the people in and then uh, they just uh, take the money and go and uh, they're anonymous. So you can't track them and uh, they just go away with the money. So there's there's been a, quite a lot of scams and, um, you know, a very unsavory characters that are taking advantage of these uh, people that are not doing their research and just blindly putting their money into things that um, they haven't researched properly and haven't made sure that it's, uh, it's safe to do so, to invest in it. So, um, yeah, you know, you have to be really careful uh, you know it's like uh, where there's uh, where there's money and where there's opportunity there'll be people looking to take advantage so you know you have to uh, you have to keep that in mind as well
1: so you guys can check out our new uh d5 protocol bad.finance there <laughs> now and deposit as much ethereum as you like i don't even know
2: if that's even a website i should even i tell it. you i tell you <laughs> how, i tell <laughs> you how <laughs> I tell you how it would do well as well. What, okay, what it's not make, a website. No, I the latest. The latest craze in DeFi is actually NFT. That was the nice next
0: question. Yeah, which which is, let's. Talk
2: so about stand, that. Yeah, it stands for non fungible tokens, mm-hmm. um, which means most of this uh, is actually in terms of like collectible artwork, which is which means that that NFT is so unique um, and there's not going to be one like it at all so you know people are like okay yeah this can hold value in the long term so you know you know these platforms some of them are saying okay um you know put some of your ethereum here or uh, one of your tokens or one of our tokens and stake it and in return you'll get some apy and along with that you'll get uh, one of these uh, very rare nfts so i think that's that's the latest craze who's uh,
1: doing that effectively
2: meme meme is the biggest uh it's caught the biggest attention and, and it's jumped up crazy uh crazy amounts um and that uh, that's based on nfts um but yeah i mean it's it's retraced it went to like i think 1600 bucks and it started on like 20 bucks or something and now it's gone back to uh, down to a thousand but i think um you know those one
0: those... as of oh, okay. uh uh, September twenty okay. third, it, it dropped fifty percent in the last twenty four hours. That's, yeah. that's some volatility right there. Oh, the twenty four yeah. hour high and low was six hundred and seventy nine and sixteen hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. Is that M E M E M E M E? So, is are there others that are starting to there do this?
2: The there cabin. are others. There are others that are coming out the woodwork as well. Um, some of them are pretty good. Some of them are, you know, pretty shady. So, um, you know, you got to make sure you go with the right one and uh, what find what looks good
0: to you that hasn't taken off yet. For our listeners that want to
2: do due diligence on that, um, there's one which is Coin. Uh, there's one which is uh, just Coin. Uh, that's it. Coin C O I N. Let's have a look. There's one which is GHST.
1: This is funny because we actually talked about this. So we've, we have our own series of NFTs called blockchain heroes. And we were talking about the, the potential of actually taking your NFT collection, uh-huh. monetizing them in a way, or having them being validated that you own these. And here's the expected value based on the secondary markets of what yeah. you're, what you have. And then being able to use that to leverage for some sort of defi loan of some sort.
2: Yeah. Yeah, use it as collateral. I mean, as long as the, uh, there is liquidity and there is a the fair market value for it, then yeah, by all means you can post it as collateral, um, get some uh, get some tokens and uh, you know, stake those tokens on another platform or the same platform and uh, generate some apy on it. But I mean, at the moment it's not these NFTs, they're only as liquid as the demand for it, so I think it's still uh, still pretty early. Um, I think they gain value over a longer period of time when they become rarer and rarer. So um, I think you know, you know that at the moment it's mostly auctions and uh, marketplaces that uh, you know trade these NFTs. So uh, it's still still got a while uh, while to go before it uh, gets to that level where it's uh, freely traded and very liquid. But you know, I think um, the DeFi uh, platforms out there they're recognizing that. Um, people are now crazy about nfts and it's the latest craze and they're saying hey okay we'll we'll throw in uh, some nfts for you as well as apy so come uh, put your money with us travis how
0: can somebody lock up their blockchain heroes cards you know and and earn you put it in a genesis. that's now come two little baby (laughs) genesis
1: well i mean you're looking i'm I'm looking at this don't buy meme.com is the website for folks who are uh, wanting to check it out these these nfts that they're creating are they're underwhelming they aren't super no. they're not super sexy and here they are they're minting a hundred of them and they're saying that's their suit that's their rare ones and that's not really rare a hundred of them Yeah. Um, at least in our world and then there's some that's like oh there's a lot of them have a thousand of them that are going to be minted and i don't know that these are going to be i don't know if these are going to be holding their value over time a lot of these do not look that sexy to me at all
2: yeah i mean uh, you're right you you make a fair point there it's just that people are not really digging into it and actually seeing hey these nfts or these this artwork is actually pretty unique and it's actually going to have value in the long term they're just jumping on it because everybody else is jumping on it but you know Mm -hmm. if if there is a platform that actually you know um, uh, gives out airdrops of really really high quality um artwork that's, uh, you know, on the blockchain, then, uh, you know, that's going to be the winner uh, in the long run. So maybe this uh, meme is uh, has hit the headlines in the short term, but in the long term, the winner is going to be uh, the platform that actually gives you really good quality NFTs that are going to hold their value in the long term. So let's let's see how that evolves. But, what but a I mean,
0: crazy space. I yeah. mean, there's a lot of people um, that, will make a lot of money and there's others that are going to be like, what just happened? You know, yeah. if you bought something at an all-time yeah. high,
2: it collapses. Absolutely. There's been numerous cases of that. And, uh, you know, sometimes you also just uh, got to be lucky, get in at the right time, um, get out at the right time as well. You know, it's uh, still a very uh, immature market. So it's not very efficient market. So, you know, there's there's money to be made. But on the flip side, there's a lot of money to be lost as well. Um, but I just love all the innovation that's coming out every day you know every day every minute there's something new that comes out and you just you know you're just baffled by how people have come up with these ideas and you know the thought that's gone through uh, the decision making and uh, getting these out to market so I mean uh, I love that it's evolving uh, all the time and uh, you know there's so much risk with it but um, you know it's it's very exciting and um, I think uh, there's still a lot of uh, a lot of new things that are going to come up as well.
0: That's awesome. Well, Saeed, thanks for uh, for coming on and sharing with us today. What's a website where people can go and check you out?
2: Website can be alphabet.fund um, and egovern.com are the two, uh, the fund and the consultancy company that I'm involved with. There's also cryptoshake.com, but I haven't really uh, posted anything on there. So, crypto uh, shave, crypto shake, shake. Okay, because <laughs> you wouldn't want to
0: shave your crypto. You might, shave. <laughs> no, you you might want to. No, you don't want
1: All right, I'm buying bad.finance, Joel. Maybe we go, maybe yeah. what we do is we have our own bad coin, DeFi, Dufi platform.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> like we yeah. need something else to do. I just don't want the SEC coming knocking on my door.
1: Let's go, it's bad finance, SEC.
2: Good luck with that. <laughs> 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 it's, been a real, it's been a real pleasure, guys. And now we're less
0: us. We're just <laughs> do- DeFi dingbats now.
1: Maybe the DeFi dorks,
0: because
1: we <laughs> may, may, maybe have gone there. Mm. So there we go.
0: Thanks, Saeed. Appreciate you sharing that with us today. You guys, of course, go check out Alphabit dot fund for more from Saeed and his group. And if you're searching for a debit card that allows you to spend your crypto more seamlessly, why not try the CoinZoom Visa card? It's a true debit card that instantly converts your crypto to fiat accepted by the merchant. All you got to do is choose which crypto you want to spend. Then you use the CoinZoom card to spend crypto at 53 million merchants globally. And so your mission should be to go spend it at all 53 million of them. That means booking Hotels, rental cars, making ATM withdrawals, all of the above. And here's the best part. You get up to 5% in crypto back on every purchase. Spend your crypto, get your crypto. Spend your crypto, get your crypto. Go to badco.in forward slash coin zoom to register for free and get $10 in free crypto. What a great way to start your day. Badco.in forward slash coin zoom. We're going to zoom, 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 zoom. It's crypto-tastic. That's good. It's crypto. It's cryptabulous. Cryptabulous.
1: I like that. Yeah, they're really they're really handy. I I noticed that um, the 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 crypto debit card that I'm using is um I'm, I use it so often that the and it's th- kind of a thick card and so it's like it's, the edges of it are like getting a little like the plastic is peeling off of it. It's like using the using it so much. It's like I, I, I basically I don't use credit cards anymore. Why would I use credit cards? I make, get debt when Screw I can, use crypto. those guys. Right, mm. and then get money back. I'm actually I, I spend and I get money back. It's, it's, why would I use credit? Why would I use
0: credit cards anymore? It doesn't make sense. Mm. Episode four fifty three coming to a close. Mr. Travis Wright, I'm just hoping that Mr. John McAfee gets his case settled and is free from prison in time for episode number five hundred.
1: Right, or maybe we have Janice on then. Yeah, we could have Janice on episode five hundred. That'll be here before you know it. Uh, I guess I can tell you exactly when it'll be here because we're doing two episodes a week, and so it'll be here in about 24 weeks.
0: We might be increasing that, Mr. Travis, right? Because there's a lot of content coming out and because our producer is nudging us and saying, what would you guys think of adding another show back each week? are talking tokens with Travis and Joes. That might work. <laughs> This and just Don't forget our other show it happens every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern time, 2 p.m. Pacific. It's our live show on video. So if you're like, you know, we really like the, to listen to you guys, but we kind of like to see you too. So you could do that. It's live on YouTube and Theta and Facebook and Periscope every week. It's called The Nifty Show. And just put it on your calendar as a recurring thing because we are following the NFT space not only following it but helping to pioneer and develop it we've got big news coming from the blockchain heroes world for you soon and the uh, the nifty box is cranking along if you guys don't have your subscription yet you can still get one at the niftybox.com we're dropping all kinds of badass collectibles and NFTs to people Travis have you are you watching your wallet Do you see what you're getting with your membership
1: you know what i i paid somewhat attention when i was out on the road i had limited bandwidth and so and i did not have my 2fa so i've not seen everything that has dropped Uh but i'm i'm back in the saddle again so i will do that
0: many goodies waiting for you anyway the uh, nifty show nifty.show forward slash youtube or nifty.show forward slash theta every friday 5 p.m eastern two o'clock pacific come join us live it's great fun and we'll catch you guys on the next episode of bad crypto Until then, Mr. Travis Wright has very specific marching orders for you.
1: You must stay back.
0: Alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor. Fiverr. Fiverr? Forever. Oh, forever.
1: Forever, (laughs) Fiverr. You
0: said Fiverr. It was either that or FiveL from America. What was it? The mouse thing. I <laughs> That doesn't make sense.
1: Don't do me like that, Mr. Joker. Game, okay, Mr. Petty.